0: Tonight we're going to do the last of the Brahma Viharas, uh, which is equanimity. In some way, equanimity is the foundation for both the other Brahma Viharas (coughs) and also for the mindfulness practice itself. The meaning of equanimity is impartiality. And so it's that quality of mind that's like space. Receiving or accepting or being with whatever arises impartially, without preference. And it's bringing an element or component of the wisdom mind into that sense of impartiality. Understanding that our lives are unfolding lawfully. The things are not happening accidentally or without cause. Everything is following a lawful unfolding. And when we connect with this understanding, we begin to rest in a great equanimity. So even while we might have and cultivate tremendous loving-kindness for beings, and compassion for their suffering, and delight and happiness in their joy, you're also resting in that spaciousness of mind that understands that people's lives are unfolding lawfully. Of course, one of the laws governing the unfolding an essential part of our understanding of ourselves in the world is the understanding of the law of karma, that actions bring results. And so the phrases in the equanimity meditation use the understanding of the lawfulness of things. as a way of coming to that place of acceptance. All beings are the heirs of their actions. Their happiness or unhappiness depends on their actions, not upon my wishes. What's very critical to understand in the development of equanimity, and which will become obvious as you do the practice, is that equanimity should not be confused with its near enemy of indifference. The understanding of the lawfulness of the unfolding of our lives does not imply withdrawing, indifference, not caring, It's simply understanding that conditions, situations, arise out of causes. If we put our hand in fire, it burns. There's no blame in that. It's just the lawful nature of things. So in the equanimity practice, we understood, we understand that both happiness and suffering come from our own actions. Of course, in the biggest Buddhist picture, and to truly understand the law of karma, it needs to go beyond the actions of a single lifetime. Because many times, either for ourselves or other people, we see either situations of what seems like undeserved happiness or undeserved suffering from the actions of that lifetime. And so keep in mind that the Buddhist vision of the law is vast and to truly understand how it works we need to at least open to the possibility of that vastness of vision. We practice the phrases of equanimity. All beings are the heirs of their actions, of cells and others. One's happiness or unhappiness depends on our actions, not upon our wishes. We may wish for ourselves, may I be happy, may I be happy, may I be happy, and if we continue to do the actions which cause suffering, suffering will arise. So it's very simple, again remembering that as we acknowledge this lawfulness it does not suggest or imply or result in a pulling away or a not caring. We are still actively engaged with the world out of love and compassion and sympathetic joy. It's simply that we understand how things work and it brings about a great sense of equanimity and ability to hold the joy, to hold the suffering in a place of balance and understanding. So we begin this practice starting with a neutral person. Always one starts the Brahma Viharas with that person for whom it's easiest to feel that particular mind state. So it's easy to drop into that place of impartiality, of equanimity with a person that we have neutral feeling towards. We're not very close to them and we don't have problems with them. Let some one of your favorite neutral people come to mind. Or if you've gotten too loving of them, find another. (laughs) Just let the image come to mind. and Again, you might settle into the body, take a few deep breaths. Really stay grounded. Drop into a place of openness, of evenness, of acceptance. And call this person to mind, this image of a neutral person, repeating the phrase, "All beings are the owners or the heirs of their actions." Their happiness or unhappiness depends on their actions, not upon my wishes. some people it's helpful to direct the phrase as if you're speaking directly to that person. You are the heir, the owner of your actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depends on your actions, not upon my wishes. And as you repeat the phrase, see if you can feel that dropping into spacious acceptance and understanding. That equanimity of understanding that things are as they are lawfully. And that when we understand the law, we can create the conditions for happiness. Try to keep the image of the person steady in the mind, repeating the phrase. And as you repeat the phrase, let it be the expression and the energy of wisdom rather than of indifference or judgment. You are the heir, the owner of your actions. Your happiness or unhappiness depends on your actions, not upon my wishes. now let the image of benefactor come to mind holding them in that same place of equanimity, of understanding, of wisdom all beings are the heirs of their actions Their happiness or unhappiness depends on their actions, not upon my wishes. It's creating a wisdom field. keeping the image of the person in mind being with the meaning and understanding of the words of the phrases Neither staying with a benefactor or letting the image of a good friend come to mind. Understanding also the lawfulness of their lives. You are the owner of your actions. happiness or unhappiness, depends on your actions, not upon my wishes. with each phrase, see if you can glimpse that space of openness and acceptance of things as they are. You are the owner of your actions. Your happiness and unhappiness depends on your actions not upon my wishes. Begin to experience equanimity as a feeling of compassion. stay with the person you're directing it towards. Begin to think of someone with whom you have difficulty. Not let the phrase become a vehicle of indifference or judgment, but an expression of wisdom. Each time we repeat the phrase, it's a gift of wisdom to that person. Now direct these equanimity phrases towards yourself. Giving yourself this gift of wisdom. I am the owner of my own actions. My happiness or unhappiness depends upon my actions, not upon my wishes. When you like, you can direct the phrases to all beings everywhere. All beings are the heirs, the owners, of their actions. Their happiness and unhappiness depends on their actions, not on my wishes. Each phrase can be said with care and connection. It's the gift of wise understanding. Equanimity is the most subtle of the Brahma-viharas. So as you continue with your practice of it, you begin to appreciate the subtlety, the nuances. Sometimes it's hard to find just that place that is true equanimity. As you do the meditation, the phrases, notice if it begins to feel like indifference, if it begins to feel like some judgment, and let that be the signal that that's not quite equanimity, that's the near enemy, it looks like it. Because when we drop into the place of equanimity, it's like space, it's receptive, it's open, it's a connection with each being from a place of wisdom, from a place of understanding and it's like imbuing the relationship with wisdom and it's in that sense that it's compassionate. We went through it quite quickly since this is the last night for the guided the guided meditations. During this week if you like you can either continue as we did this evening, or go back and go through the categories more slowly. In your sitting, if you take some time for this equanimity practice, uh, do it at your own speed. You can adjust the phrases somewhat. If you find words expressing this meaning, but phrased in a way that's more helpful to you, Michelle has, has often um, abbreviated the phrase to simply ownership of action. You know, containing the whole meaning of it all, but you know, just using shorter words. So you can play a little bit, but it really is appreciating and expressing the lawfulness of our lives and the potential for happiness that comes out of understanding the law. We actually can create the conditions for our happiness. And we can help others create those conditions. This is all the the meaning of equanimity.